I hate you up all night, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. And I'm going to do the rest. You know, what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you up at night. Uh, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling... Noises, uh, you know, stuff you've had had going on this week or stuff you have coming up. It could be a whole variety of other stuff. But whatever it is, I want to take your mind off of that. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. I'm going to send my voice here across the deep, dark night. And the whole idea is to engage you, kind of, while, while you drift off into sleep. And if you're new here, welcome. Like uh, thus far, I've said it, this is a podcast to put you to sleep. We do it by distraction, meanders, mostly, but like distraction. It's a dual, I guess a dual distraction. I think I've used that before. I'm trying to distract you, but while I'll be trying to distract you, a lot of times I get distracted. And so then I'll just wander off. Like Just like if you're driving in a car. You know, let's say the person, let's say you're totally chill. You're in a totally chill mood. Like, uh, like I'm recording this opening ahead of time because I'm going to be out of town. So it's, it's Sunday before the 4th of July. So I got tomorrow off. I'm like, oh, so I'm, I'm feeling, I, I never, I don't think I've ever been totally chill in my life. But I'm the closest to totally chill I'll be for a while, you know. And let's say I was on a, so then you're less likely to get irritated when you're on a Sunday drive, or at least I am. So let's say I'm on a Sunday drive and, uh, with a grandfatherly figure. And the car is warm and you're kicking back and that person's narrating, you know, well, we're going to go down through the, uh, the old, uh, go see the old place. Okay, great. Uh, can't wait to, so we're going to go straight to see, oh, well, I want to go see if uh, Ray's old stand is there. He used to sell fruit. Was it fruit or was it corn? It was corn and vegetables. Oh, no, that was in that movie we went to see with the uh, rabbits. Oh, boy, I can't believe I got the movie and the rabbits mixed up. And you see, like, like a lot of times, if you were trying to get somewhere, like to something, you'd say, if it was the 4th of July, you'd be like, well, we, we got to get there for the picnics and the fireworks. Come on, just nothing to, please don't stop. But because it's a chill day, you kind of kick back and you listen, but maybe the warm air and you lean your seat back a little bit, maybe you get the combination of warm air and a little breeze. And I said, yeah, no, what, what, I liked that movie. Was that the boy from, uh, he was on another show, the one who played the fox. I, I did, I did enjoy, he, he was, a, he was a tricky little fox. That, uh, and remember the sloth? I laughed so much at the sloth. Oh, so they, here, here comes the, oh, this was where, oh, you know, no, this is where Marge would sell her jams here. And I remember she would give us a nickel for a jar. So that's this kind of like like the podcast. That's one of the ideas behind the podcast. I try to make it slightly more engaging than that. My theory being uh, based on Grandpa Simpson is like uh, if someone starts talking about nickels and jars, part of your brain catches on. They say, well, this person's just talking about nickels and jars. Um. So I'll just add a like extra, you know, I'll be, I don't know. I guess this is as meta as it gets. Like, uh, I'll try to add a little bit more to it than that. So it's a slightly engaging, not totally, totally boring, slightly engaging. But at the same time, you'll be like, I don't know. I'm trying to think this is, this is so weird. Like I'm doing the podcast within the podcast. Like, I guess I do that. Like, what if, like, how does it feel? Like if you, if I was in a jar, like a bell jar, and I always like when you go to the store. I've I've, I've fantasized about being someone that cans and jars things, and this is the truth. But I I'm not capable of that. I've had a neighbor that did that with like carrots and hot peppers, and I had a friend that came by one time. He wanted to jar stuff, and once I saw, I said, "Yeah, this is not for me. This is way." I said. Yes, they said, well, can't we, when are we going to start filling the jars up? Because let's get in to do something. They said, well, we got to sterilize the jars. 
And I said, okay. Um, and then I said, what's in it? I said, when's the uh, jarring going to go? When, when did we vacuum seal it? That's my main interest is the vacuum sealing. So that's the last step. And then we got to cool the jar. I said, okay. Uh, so I quickly found out I, I had had the suspicion that canning and jarring wasn't for me because it involved uh, steps and, uh, you know, sterilization. Count me out. So, my 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 whole life I've been called Mr. Messy. So even like with an assistant, I knew like well I was the assistant, but this guy he he was doing the. He said, "Well, this that's a lot of steps. I don't know." Yeah, no, I, you better count me out. I, I don't think I can handle all these. Uh, and they said, and then I guess that part of me, I guess maybe a very American part of me, said, "Well, I could just go, I'll just go to the store." Or or most of the time it's even one more Eeyore. I said, well, I'll just do without jam. I really don't need jam. Uh, jam is a nice thing to have or preserves or, you know, fresh sauces. But, you know, I could just drink water. I'll just drink water. You see, for breakfast, you're going to drink water. Well, okay, I could have toast. Uh, he said, who needs, so, so I guess this, well, this is be getting into a cycle in that. But anyway, they say, okay. I, I don't know if there is a difference. I, I suspect there is. They say, well, okay, I can hear Scoots going on about his internal narrative about jarring and canning. It's 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 somewhat barely engaging, more engaging than if he said, and we return them for a, a nickel. And they always said, uh, you know, make sure there's no, you know, make sure there's no corn in these jars. That was a saying back then. Keep your corn out of the jars. I think, or maybe it was keep the coin out of the jars. I guess that was it. She didn't want any jars that had held coins, you know, because it involved more work. So my podcast is meant to take your mind off stuff, but lightly grasp you, lightly hold your hand as you float over the threshold between wake and sleep. And for tonight's episode, we're returning to, to where we started a while ago. We're returning to the TV show, recaps of the TV show Breaking Bad, and it's Colombian re- remake Metastas News. And so I'll do three segments coming up here. First is going to be like Metastas News is in Spanish, and I don't really speak Spanish, but I, so I watched the show three times. I watched it once, uh, the Colombian version without subtitles. Then I watched Ma- Breaking Bad. Then I watched the Colombian version again with subtitles, the Spanish subtitles on. So I write down some Spanish words. So the first segment here will be my language learning segment. And it's not meant to poke fun at the language. I mean, it's not even meant to poke fun at my my inability to grasp English or Spanish. It's more like as I try to look up the words and say, what does that word mean? I just use it to kind of create a little bedtime story. And yeah, it's a little bit weird, and it involves broken English and a little broken Spanish. After that, we'll run through the episode of Metastas News. Then we'll run through the episode of Breaking Bad. All that will be sanitized like a glass jar, so you don't got to worry about anything too stirring. You know, I've been doing this podcast for uh, over four hundred, well over 400 episodes at this point. So I try to keep it as meandering and comforting and lulling as I can. And the whole reason I started this show was I was curious, uh, mostly, like, because when I couldn't sleep and when I can't sleep, I feel terribly alone. And I crave distraction because my brain gets fired up and starts going a mile a minute. And most of the stuff it's saying is not too nice or not too comforting. And it's hard to distract myself. And so the whole idea of the podcast is I just, I didn't like that and I don't like feeling that way. And I guess part of me always wished someone would just come by and sit at the foot of my bed and say, hey, that, that seems like it sucks. You can't sleep. That seems really rough. You, you seem all bent out of shape. And, I, I, you know, I don't have a magical power. This is what I would say to myself. But I guess in some sense I'm saying to you, I don't, I don't even know how to help you fall asleep. But what I do here is just sit here and keep you company. And maybe I'll just tell you a little bit of a silly bedtime story. And, you know, cause, cause she said, I feel, I feel bad that you're in such rough straits. You can't sleep. And it's really hard for other people to relate to that. So I'll be here for you. I'm not sure what I could do. I could just try to take your mind off stuff, be your friend. 
And I said, geez, like, because I desire that for myself when I was a kid, I don't know. I said, geez, cause, cause this, and, and, and I said, I guess I just started trying it. And, uh, over the 400 episodes we've done, I've kind of learned, you know, the show's slowly evolving and it's kind of always getting a tiny bit better. I, I feel. So I'm glad you're here. If your first few times here, the show's way different. It's not a guided meditation. It's not hypnosis. It's not ASMR. Though some people do get that kind of tingling thing going. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a little bit more meandering and story-based than, you know, noise or white noise. And it's a sleep offering. That's what I call it. You, you, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. You're under no pressure to listen to me. But I, I hope this can help you. Like, uh, And it helps a lot of people. And I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you uh, taking the risk to check it out. And I really yearn and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Housekeeping. I want to thank Carl W. who edited this episode. And uh, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who does the theme music. Jonathan Mann from JonathanMann.net who does the lullabies. Uh, Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. Uh, we've got a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. Uh, I want to thank our moderators there. Sarah Summer, Lilai, Jennifer B., Julie C., and Laura. And we have a subreddit, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash reddit. You can check it out over there if you use reddit. And I believe that's it. Let's get on to the show. And it's been a while. And actually, like uh, this, this show is recorded in case of emergency purposes during Game of Thrones season. Uh, so this show's been out there for a while, and I know the first part's pretty fun because I think uh, if you have, if you, if you like uh, BB, BBD, BBV, Belbiv, and DeVoe, but you don't need to. You could do listen to it tomorrow. So just go to sleep anyway. But yeah, here we go. Uh, we'll return to Metastas News. All right, thanks everybody. I hate up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place. I'm going to be saying every once in a while, I'm going to pat it, rub it, smooth it down. Safe place. I don't know if that's rub it, shut it, run it down. Oh no. But I like to do rub it, pat it, smooth it, rub it down, safe place. Not exactly sure why I find that comforting, but I know that a safe place is comforting. And what this safe place means is that you can set aside, uh, we're going to call them proverbial burdens here, you know. Like whatever's got you up, whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing, uh, turbulence, emotional turbulence, uh, phys- you know, any, you know, turbulence from the day today, uh, peering into the future, you say, well, I, I suspect some turbulence coming. Yeah, scoots at night, turbulence uh, becomes delight, an adult, dull delight. It could be, you know, it could be physical, physical sensations, noise, change in schedule, whatever it is. Uh, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. And what I'm going to do here is, is in this show, well, I, I always try to do it to say, well, let's try to package this one up. Let's try let's, for this opening, Scoots. You know, yeah, also I refer to myself, I, I guess you'd say it's the third person, but it's probably like the fourth person because I'm... Drew is the producer of the podcast and the and the one who creates it. And then as Drew, I become Scooter so I can stay calm enough to use the lonely, soothing tones. So Drew becomes Scooter. That just helps me, you know, stay stay chill like this. But then Scooter talks about himself in the third person. Uh, so I don't know what that means. If if uh, and he said well. I mean, the last time they said that, they said, well, you already, you know, they, they said, well, that's all we need on your form, sir. And they said, okay. Anyway, uh, let's see. Where was I? Safe place. Take your mind off of stuff. That's what this podcast is. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. And the role I fill, I call it a bore friend uh, here. And what that means, you know, now, a lot of times that word friend or bore friend, you know, those combined can sound like something that involves commitment. In this sense, in this relationship here, 
it's actually like a, a perfectly, and a lot of times you will hear the phrase out there in the non-sleep with me podcast world, one way commitment. You'll, you'll hear that used, uh, you may never actually you may never hear it used, uh, but if you do, they say, well, that's a one way commitment. That's no good. You got to get yourself out of that. Or how could you do that to that person? One way commitment in this podcast, this is a one way commitment. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark nights going one way. And ideally, it just carries you along like bird songs on the wind. And it it distracts you from whatever's giving up and then you drift off into dreamland. But I guess I was talking about the role I feel as a boyfriend is is an imaginary role. No commitment because I'm just coming through your earphones or your speaker pillow or whatever setup you're listening to. You know, so you don't have to worry about picking up. You don't have to worry about me. You see, did he let the dog out before he left with that podcast story thing? Oh, no, no. He did. We had a sleep timer on. Well, do you think he did? Because I thought he said he brought his own chamomile and lavender biscuits. Well, yeah, they were imaginary. Like, so, you know, if, if a real boar friend was coming over, first of all, it'd be terribly expensive because you say, who would come over and tell you bedtime stories? Either someone that talks about themselves in the fourth person. Yes, but but I do it. I do it through a podcast service here. I uh, just like a friend or a neighbor or an, you know some idealized version of those things. They come over and say, "Hey, could you just talk, like and imagine that, like a lot of these things?" I guess the, the word where maybe I'm looking for is tact, or I think there's something like tact, where you couldn't say this to be some somebody in your regular life. You say. Hey, like the dude that lives on your street that wears flip-flops everywhere. And he has those shorts, those tattered shorts where you can see his boxers through the butt. Okay, check. I've got those. I'm two for two. And his hair is usually disheveled. And he has a, you know, has a distant, if he doesn't have sunglasses on, he has a distant look in his eye. Even when you're talking directly to him, you can't see, you think he's looking, you know, he's looking at the beach, even though the beach may be thousands of miles away. And I'm not quite like that, dude. I say, hey, yeah. Well, yeah, I was just, I was just, uh, what was I doing? Oh, I was going to go to the store. Yeah, because I was going to make some, you know, what was, what, what, I was making breakfast. You know, when you cut out a hole in the middle of bread and then you put an egg in there? I was going to make those. I forgot if they're called bird's nests or egg nests or a hole in a toad, maybe. Yeah, so, like, if you ran into that neighbor, you say it would be lacking of tact. I don't know if the neighbor would actually mind. You say, hey, Brad, would you mind? And also be a little bit uncomfortable. We could say, could you come by at about 1045? I got a big meeting tomorrow. You know, hold those thoughts about whatever nonsense you were rambling about, about making your breakfast with the hole in the toad. If you could hold on to those thoughts, come by at 1045. And just, and I don't want you to actually be in my room, but if you're, if you could stand in the hall and please don't touch anything. Cause you know, I just cleaned the walls and just, just say that in that same chill voice. Okay. You want me to come by? What time should I come by? One forty-five a.m. I'll be there. No, no, Brad. Can you come by ten four? I, I got to get some sleep. Actually, okay. Can I tell you about this book I'm reading? Because it's great. No, no. I don't want to hear any books that are great. No, no. Just talk about the the bread you're getting at the store. Okay, and you'll listen to me because I was going to ask your advice about some stuff about stuff. No, actually, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to lie in bed and fall asleep while you talk about that. And if you could let yourself out, and I know you're not good at remembering things. So seeing how many, like, is, is that called social norms? Is that, what the, is that what we're talking about? They really complicate things when it comes to getting to sleep. I mean, geez, if you could just pull somebody, the most boring person you ran into over your week and say, but of course, these social norms, more, more of those mores. I mean, what a hassle. Civil, they call this civilization, would you believe? But now technology has, has come so far. Welcome to the future. A future where Brad can come straight to your ears via, and, and, and I guess, hey, instead of Brad, well, okay, what is it? 
if Drew is talking through Scooter's voice, then Scooter's talking about himself in the third person, then Scooter's doing Brad. Now, luckily in this metaphor, unfortunately, now that I've pointed out, Brad will become self-aware. But up until this point, Brad had, yeah, I mean, why is everybody talking about me like I'm not here, man? I wear flip-flops because my freak feet get a breeze. Why would I need to wash my feet? Well, Brad, because, uh, oh, and then this this person, I don't know if that's a sixth person, like, uh, I don't know, man. You know, I have a PhD, by the way, and you just talk about me like I, I'm some flu. And actually, this metaphor is based on you because you 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 just like an anxiety-ridden version of me, man. Okay, this is getting a little too voicey, so I'm going to pull it back, everybody. Okay, thank you, Brad. Uh, thank you, uh, straw person or whatever I, uh, that I was trying to serve. Uh, but if you're new here or if you've been here a while, I say, honey, did did Scooter do a uh, did Scooter do a surf uh, movie last night? Because I heard him talking in some Brad voice about flip flops. Yeah, I don't know. I think he was. I think he did the history of the flip flop. Uh, maybe. Oh well, that's that sounds like him because I I say. I could think about the history of flip-flop. It had my attention for one millisecond, and then I said, oh, well, history of flip-flop. Well, that would be pretty quick. Uh, So ideally, that's the conversation you're having at breakfast tomorrow with your partner or just with yourself. You say, what is he, what was he talking about? Um, But that's the podcast. I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. But instead of having, oh, that's what I was saying, the the civilized world with all its demands on our, uh, a politeness. You can't just say, Hey, could you come over and just tell me a story and ramble and let yourself out? I'm not going to give you any attention. I'm probably going to fall asleep halfway through. I'd appreciate it though. If you keep the story going so that you like, make sure I fall into deep sleep not not just like stop as soon, you know, just like with a little kid, you can't just walk out of the room right when they fall asleep. You got to keep it going. I think that's either the lizard brain or the mammalian brain has to reach a second. I don't know. We're getting into pseudoscience here, but, uh, you know, something about the, the ganglion ganglias, I think the ganglias have to be rested as well. So that's it. This podcast is, it haven't, it haven't been a ganglia. We haven't been approved by any ganglias. And I don't even, the ganglia just does not sound, I, th- I don't even know what that is, to be honest. I don't know where that came from. Not exactly the most delectable word. It's nice to say ganglia, but I can't, you know, to can't imagine. It doesn't, you know, at least for me, it doesn't crop up at beautiful images. Oh, dear. My ganglia just started weeping, and I don't even know what part of my body they're in. Limbic system. Oh, my limbic system just said they're in there. Now, my limbic system, unfortunately, I'm the only person with a limbic system that lies. Oh, my limbic system said they're the only limbic system with a, a couple pejoratives that accuse the limbic systems of lying. Anyway, let me get back to the new listeners. Excuse me. So if you're new here and you're approaching this podcast with skepticism, great. A podcast is to take your mind off. So it starts off a little bit silly to, to kind of put you at ease, maybe put a smile on your face and say, well, kind of funny. This podcast is kind of funny-ish. Well, mildly amusing. That's a term I like to use, just like Brad. Uh, but as your boyfriend, I come over. You don't have to, you know, there's just you just press play, set a sleep timer. Uh, so you don't have to worry about if my feet are clean or if I'm going to put my hand on the wall, you know, if I'm going to touch anything or lock the door because it's just a podcast. But I'll be here the whole time, uh, giving it my all to take your mind off stuff, be mildly amusing, mildly entertaining, somewhat engaging. You don't have to fall asleep. You can fall asleep whenever you want. But the main thing is you don't need to listen very hard. And I say this is the only place where listening hard He's hard to listen to. That's what people that don't like me probably say. And But here you don't have to listen hard either where you're like, okay, I got to figure out what he's taught. You say, what the heck? What the heck is he talking about? I think he's trapped in some sort of a sixth person. He speaks in the sixth person every once in a while. No, man, he would speak in the sixth person like this, I think. Anyway, I didn't want to do too many voices. Sorry, Brad. Um, 
Uh, but that's it. So take your mind off stuff. Uh, instead of thinking about it, whatever it is that happens to be keeping you up, you just listen to me and let us, let me slowly drift away. That's what I do as your boyfriend. Take your mind off stuff. Try to keep you, you know, it's just, it's just a service I offer via this podcast. And why do I offer it? Because I think it'd be, it's nice. Like it's something I wouldn't mind, you know, or when the nights I've had that I really couldn't sleep or that I was really hard to say, just have someone sit at my bedside and say, geez, that doesn't seem that great. It's, that seems tough. You can't fall asleep. You know, I don't have a magic wand to kind of just sprinkle sleep dust on you, but what I could do is just say, geez, that's, that's hard not being all asleep. Uh, let me tell you a little story here. Maybe it'll put you to sleep. If it doesn't put you to sleep, like I said, I'll be here the whole time, giving it, giving it my all in to keep you company, just like a boyfriend would. And that's it. And I appreciate you stopping by. If you're new here, sometimes it takes a few episodes to get used to this or like 35 seconds to, you know, the people that it's not going to work for. You know, they, they stopped listening. So that's a good, you know, so just uh, give it a couple more tries. I hope it helps you fall asleep. I really yearn to help you fall asleep, and I appreciate your time. Uh, housekeeping, I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does our theme music edited this episode. He's got a podcast, uh, Sounds Like an Earful. Check it out. I want to thank Jonathan Mann, who does our lullabies. He's at jonathanmann.net. You can commission a song from him. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. Uh, the listeners have a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. That's uh, moderated by Laura, Julie C., Jennifer B., Lie to Lie, Summer and Sarah. There's also a subreddit at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash reddit. And that is it. Let's get on with the show. I hate people only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's uh, mind racing, physical sensations emotional resonance or upheaval or excitement you know you see maybe you got something tomorrow you're anticipating it could also be travel it could just be you know just just making sure you got all the i's and d's checked or whatever check your i's and dot your p's or in my case just scribble the letters and try to make sense of it later it could be outside noises, whatever it is. I'm going to try to take your mind off it. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. Uh, ideally, my voice will be accompanied by my intention to put you to sleep. And it's just a simple intention to kind of scorch you. Well, actually, no, I guess that's the wrong way to describe it. Like, I'll be trying to distract your attention. You know, it's the great, they, they have some cool names for the sleep gods. Morpheus, I think, is one of the, I mean, they talk about a great name for a sleep god. I mean, and a great, you know, character played by Lawrence Fishburne, another national treasure. Uh, but if we set aside Mr. Fishburne's Morpheus and we say, well, Morpheus, the sleep god, you'll walk with Morpheus, ideally, or into the arms of Morpheus. Why chatter away, kind of sitting somewhere in that middle zone, and you say, well, I'm just listening, I'm walking, but I'm watching Scoots, listening to Scoots. And you fall into the... You don't even know, you know, when you fall into the arms of Morpheus and you float away. And you say, okay, that might be a little high-minded way to describe it. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll dull it down. That's another thing I do here. I kind of dull it down. I'll try to use a meandering pace. I'll bust out my wings of pointlessness. And I have an entire toolbox here of, you know, pillow-like things to take your mind off of stuff. And help you carry you off into dreamland. It'll be story based. You know, now a couple. There's not really any rules or wrong way to use this podcast. If you don't like it, you can stop it whenever you want. Uh, a lot of people it takes a few times. You know, to say, "Oh, wait, this does help me fall asleep." Or this is. Uh, some people don't use it to fall asleep. They use it to wind down. And some people use it. They they use it when they get up in the middle of the night to use the restroom or or because their dog woke them up. And they put it on. Some people 
listen all night long, uh, you know, just, just, just to have the noise there. And that helps him keep asleep. And there's some people that listen, you know, the whole, the whole episode, just, just, just to have a companion in the deep dark night, take their mind off of other stuff. And that was kind of one of the, one of the things I always needed. Uh, when I couldn't sleep, it's like, well, what if I, you know, okay, well, at least I have something nice to listen to. It kind of feels friendly, maybe makes me laugh. And I'm always finding out new ways that people use the podcast. So this is a wonderful discovery for me as, as I make the show. And you, you might be wondering if you're new here or you've been here a while. Jesus, Scoot, do you know anything about sleep or mental health or the mind? They say, no, no, more on the afflicted side. Uh, I guess it could give you an example of kind of way, way my mind works and the way it works at bedtime and even during the day. Uh, just because I was thinking about today that I and I never just called it a phone phobia before. But I, I don't and, and it's not like I dislike talking on the phone. Let me let me say that right up front. But uh, something about anticipating making phone calls. Uh, uh, causes me some sort of angst, and, and I guess what I'm where I'm going with that is it's still baffling to me why, and that can be maybe that's relatable at bedtime. Sometimes it's for me when I can't sleep, it's just baffling. I say, well, I don't know why I can't sleep tonight, and when things are baffling, you know, kind of one of our drives, I think, as human beings, is to kind of search for meaning. Uh, so it's like, well, why is this baffling? Why can't I th- figure it out? Why can't I exert some control over it? And I guess this podcast is more on the baffled, baffled side. You know, you say, okay, well, what, and, and you say, well, geez, that has a double meaning. Like, baffles, I think, are nice things. I, I think they put those in, like, uh, fancy duvets. You say, well, this has got nice baffles to it. And you say, well, whoa, boy. And it's only $100 more. You say, well, sign me up. I get double the baffles. That's going to be great. Uh, but there is something about giving in because like, let me talk about this just bad. Let's see if you can relate to it, or then you might say, well, at least I'm, you know, I'm one step ahead of scoots. Like I had three occasions in the last uh, 24 hours where I had positive phone calls to make or, or neutral. I had someone I had said I was stressing about something and they said, Hey, why don't you just give me a call and you, we can talk about this. And I was worried about calling them, terribly worried. And it didn't, it's still baffling, you know. And sure, you could dig into the onion and stuff. And then I had the reverse where someone was like, hey, can I give you a call? I got a couple of questions for you. I'm trying to figure this thing out. And that one was a little bit easier, but I was still terribly worried. I said, oh boy, should I put off these calls? Or should I delay it and then maybe it'll be easier for, you know, I started thinking and, and trying to solutions. And then I started call, same story, you know, maybe I'll late, make it later. Maybe I'll, and I remember the first call was the positive one to say, hey, someone said, hey, let me help you. And even before I called, I was like, no, 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 I should put this in. And I was going through this whole rigmarole. And I was pretty happy that all those times I actually made the call and there wasn't but it was still baffling. I said, well, geez, why was I afraid before it? Why was I afraid? And why was I not in a hurry? And we could we could analyze it all day long. But bedtime's not a great time for analysis. That's the other little trick of the mind that happens to me. Actually, even the daytime's really not the best time. Because it didn't save me any. If I, When I was analyzed, it will just make the call. And there's a harsh part that says, well, just make the call, man. But there's another layer to that baffling. So I'm supposed to be a grown-up, right? I'm supposed to be an adult. And, 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 you know, everyone's got their quirks and their their foibles or whatever. But what struck me is I, I can remember when, when I was in college that I struggled with this, too. And I can remember a very specific, specific baffling example that had just a tiny bit of negative ramification. We were supposed to—we went to college in the Bronx in New York City. And we're going to see some movie, it's a new IMAX, me and my friends. And one of my friends, he was working at an internship in Manhattan. He said, well, can you just, if you're going to go to the movie, he, 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 he relied on me because we we're good friends. He said, if you're in the movie, if you're going to go to the movie, just call me at my internship. Here's the number, you know, ask for me. 
And just let me know what time, which movie you're going to and all that. I really want to go. And it was incapable of doing that. And I kept, I kept overthinking like that till the last minute. And then I said, well, I just can't do it. And that kind of, there was a level of shame, you know, cause I was like a 19, 20 year old, 21 year old dude. So I just said, forget it. Like, and I didn't tell anybody else to call him. And then we went to the movie and then we came back and we, we were roommates and, and he was obviously not happy. So, well, I mean, he was really, really not happy, not, not angry, but baffled and hurt, I guess. Like, why didn't you call me? And get it. Like, I mean, a bit of irritation. And I said, but geez, I don't know. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. I'm not capable of doing that. And I only share this to say some of this stuff is a little bit hard to figure out, right? And definitely at bedtime, it's even harder to figure out. But I guess I'm the guy who can't figure it out. Uh, if you say, well, what qualifies you to podcast? Those are my qualifications. Inability to make positive phone calls. Now, negative ones, the same story. Or imaginary negative ones. But I would say, you know, isn't that baffling, you know? Uh, that I can't just make this be people say, Hey, I got, I, I want to help you out. Or, Hey, can I just ask you some simple questions and can you help me? And this is, I guess I'm, I'm in a non-judgmental place about it. So I don't want anybody to feel too much, you know, pity or feel bad for me. Cause it's just like, yeah, that's baffling. It makes me curious. It also makes me in this curious, this way to say, Hey, let's take a step back from it. I mean, I guess it works. Just make the call. Maybe it's baffling. Let's just call anyway was, I guess, the kind of solution I, I used. Uh, but I guess at bedtime, it can, it can be like that. I guess that's where I'm trying to go. It's like, uh, you see, well, I don't know why I'm thinking about all this stuff. I'm trying to go to bed. Or I don't know why all of a sudden this part of me is hurting or these feelings are coming up just right at bedtime. And I don't really know what to do with them right now. Or, you know, maybe it's just things like this, like the phone. Well, I don't know. I've been like this for a long time. I guess sometimes I can act on it and sometimes I let it act on me. And, I mean, part of this is just such as such the stuff of life, you know. Uh, but I guess I found this this rare opportunity for me through this podcast to say, hey, let me try to intervene on your behalf in, in this one bedtime situation. So what I'm going to come come in and do is what I've done, you know, for first first 10, 12 minutes of the show, I ramble about an intro, I try to make a metaphor and a connection to show how the show works. Uh, from here, I'll go into a brief housekeeping, then I'll go into setting up the story, and then I'll go into a bedtime story. And ideally, that'll go on for about an hour. I'll be here from beginning to end, uh, giving it my all to for, for those of you that are crossing over into the arms of Morpheus and those you that, 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 that's being resisted for whatever baffling reason it is. I'll be here and I'll be doing my best. And, and, and the reality is I can't help everybody. You know, I get on some people's nerves. Some people's just podcast doesn't work for, but I really do hope it works for you. And, and I really appreciate, uh, cause I, I, I can see the oodles of spectacle. Uh, with skeptic, skepticism, you know, in a man that has trouble pronouncing even skepticism, but of a sl- sleep solutions and sleep stuff. Well, this is kind of like a sleep offering. You know, if we use this Morpheus, Morpheus is out there in some strange beyond, and we desire to get there, you know, not only because of the physical and the mental benefits, but because, you know, sleep is pleasurable uh, for a lot of us, or it can be. Or the deprivation can be something totally different than that. So whatever it is, you know, like I said, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for stopping by. I really hope and I really yearn. I hope hope you can hear that. And I'm really perplexed by this whole thing, too. So I'm glad that maybe I could be here to see what happens with you. All right. Uh, so, So let's get on with the show. I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out your lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. 
And what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up at night, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, uh, whatever, <laughs> forgetting. A lot of times, you should, and I'm not kidding, I said, this is, uh, believe it or not, this is the first opening I've recorded in two two weeks. Uh, longest I've gone without recording a podcast opening, I think, in uh, three years or two and a half, two, two and three quarter years. And uh, I guess I'll get to that in a minute, but um, let's see. Uh, I didn't take any time, but it just took time off recording. This podcast was still a bit of work, but... Uh, what was he going to say? If you trouble to dump a night tossing, turning mind racing, trouble against if you podcast, which is bedtime. We do as a bedtime story. All you got to do is stay, get in bed, turn on lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What the rest means is I'm going to send my voice and my forgetfulness, my confusion, my meanders across the deep dark night. And I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's something physical, something emotional, something you know, intellectual, brain based, you know. Uh, but, you know, something on the news, you know, geez, you, you know, any, any of the spectrum of uh, current events, uh, or you could be traveling, you could be excited about something, you could be going through something, whatever. So I want to take your mind off of that because, uh, it's, it's here it goes, it's, it's, at least it's hard to think about two things at once. And, you know, for me, when I get in bed, you know, when my mind starts, it typically starts racing or like things happen. Like, so I went, I've been, I've been traveling with family stuff for two weeks and it, 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 this is, a, and this is what kind of what qualifies me, I think, to make this podcast is the level of, uh, and, and this word gets thrown around, but, I, and I mean it in a, you no, know, I don't know if I mean it in a wholesome way, but, you know, I got a lot of uh, issues. I'm, 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 I'm an ill person. I don't actually have a license to ill, uh, but if they gave those out, they wouldn't even, I wouldn't even have to take a test. They'd be like, uh, I wonder if the Beastie Boys would give, they'd probably hire, a, where would you go for that? I mean, if you work at the DMV, you'd have a license to, to ill. I wonder how the DMV feels about the TSA. They must be, they must love that the T, T you know, about whatever, whenever that happened, that the TSA has actually stolen the, uh, you know, all the jokes about the, D- the DMV. Other, I mean, but then they, then Zootopia came along. But I mean, that generation of kids, they won't, you know, the, all the millennials will be complaining about the TSA. So then they'll become, you know, 30 somethings and 40 somethings. They'll be making the jokes, writing the jokes. Then this generation of children, which I don't know what you call them. <laughs> I was going to make it, just insert some dark humor in there, but uh, no need to. But uh, they'll they'll probably bring back the DMV jokes, you know, be backlash. Or maybe, uh, I think I was just thinking that because I was traveling and because it's such a, it was a current event with that guy talking about it. Uh, but what's my point? I think I, I thought I had a point in there. DMV, oh, I have a license to ill. Well, I don't have a license to ill. I guess I'd like to apply for one. If anybody, but like I said, they probably say, geez, you don't need to apply. It's uh, well known. It's based on the amount of complaints we've gotten. And believe me, you you, you have a file here at the uh, ill office. And I'd say, yeah, I'd be ill and I've got a license to, I guess I do have a license to ill. Uh, but what do, what do I mean by that? It's just trying to, I thought I had an easy segue into traveling and it's traveling for two weeks, and I tend to be not, uh, I, I tend to be delusional. I, get, I don't think you would make a sleep podcast three times a week if you were grounded in reality. Uh, so if you're new here, this podcast is uh, based on, a, you know, self-proclaimed license to ill maker, not grounded in reality, just in case you're expecting anything like that. But uh, I honestly thought when I was traveling, I would get about, and I'm not kidding, I said, I'd probably, I'll probably get seven episodes recorded over two weeks. Because that's usually what I record over two weeks and three. Like in a month, we, we, we got to put out 12 episodes. Ideally, we record like 14 or 13 every month. So that then the next month, you know, something, a blip comes up. Uh, you know, we have one or two episodes to play with. Uh, but I was thinking I would get in a zone and I would start really, I, I was like, okay, every day in the middle of the day. I was, it was part of it was a family reunion and stuff. Uh, 
I'll record a podcast episode or, or part of one over 14 days. I thought, geez, if I record half an episode a day, you know how many episodes, I re- full episodes I record? Zero. Because uh, this freaking, uh, this just, is just an example of the kind of stuff that might go through your mind. This, but this is how I live my life. Uh, like the way your brain works or metaphorically it might work. Maybe it's your body, you know, gets agitated. It just just stick with me here, and I don't want to get anybody stirred up, but I said I, I couldn't. This air conditioning, like I live in the Bay Area, and I really feel free. It was like if people say, Jesus, Scoots, how do you get, what's going on with your voice? I said, well, this is just my, how my voice kind of sounds when I'm chill and I'm, I'm like on a microphone and my voice is being amplified. And people say, oh, geez, we worry about your voice or what do you like? I could like I lost as soon as they like within two days of being in this. Uh, I was in Florida where it's about a million degrees with the humidity. Like uh, I'd like to blame my voice in the air conditioning, but the reality is, too, is just like unrealistic expectations, which is, again, another thing that can crop up for a lot of people at bedtime. There's this part of you or for me, I've got about. It's like an entire family. There's a whole family, the unrealistic expectation family. They live in my brain. Uh, not a small family either. It's humongous. Uh, and, yeah, they come with the Irish Catholic roots. So, you know, shame ba- a lot of shame-based unrealistic expectations and, uh, uh, do, you know, but whatever. Uh, so I said, whoa, boy, this is going to be tough. I got a family reunion. I forgot. You got the heat. Uh, the sun, applying a sunscreen, that's freaking exhausting. Monitoring a sunscreen, you know, that's tiring. And then grappling with all the other things that have gotten me my multiple licenses to ill. Licensees, is that? No, I guess I'm a licensee. But all those things, like, it just ended up, I just didn't have it in me. And it was like, well, uh, I guess I'll have to, like, uh, and I'm trying to go through this thing where I'm grow, trying to grow up and be an adult and uh, and be you know be be of use in the world or, or be you know not be a jerk. I guess that would be goal number one: don't be a jerk. And believe me, this podcast is like me putting my best foot forward. You know, if you had the unfortunate circumstance of being born, you know, as a relative to me or being in a relationship with me, you'd probably have a very you know say, well, he's got a lot of good qualities, but oh boy. Uh, uh, being around me has got to be exhausting too, uh, and then being around with relative, you know, people that have the same gene and genes as me or genome or whatever, say holy moly, and then having all those parts of you that make a camel. What you? Why can't you? You know, why, and that's how it can feel for me at bedtime, uh, every, almost every night, unfortunately, and during the day. But you try to be mindful or whatever. You say, but just how come you didn't get seven podcasts? How many podcasts? Episodes? There's still a part of me. And I think it's, it was sarcastic tonight. How many podcast episodes did you get done while you're gone? Uh, none, remember? Well, oh boy, we're screwed then. Okay, well, uh, yeah, we might be. It's going to be a little bit of work to get back on track. But uh, we, did, we did record. Oh, yeah. How come you didn't record any episodes while you were gone? Well, were you on the trip? Did you, did you, did you remember? We just just getting the episodes released. You know, you forget how much work the podcast is because we have a routine. But when we're out of your routine, did you see how much how many hours it just takes just to release episodes that are not not even recording and and writing? I forgot how much work it is. Well. Jesus, I guess you should have made more time then. Why why were you so uh, lazy? But I wasn't lazy. I would go I'd get up in the morning, I'd do family stuff, go back to the hotel while everybody slept or swam at the pool. I was working on the podcast. You know, I think I took one or two naps, but most of the time, well, geez, why didn't you get any episodes recorded? Well, I just told you, I just, I don't know, there wasn't really time in my voice, you know, the air conditioning and the humidity. Well, oh boy, I guess you'll have to live with the, I don't know if anybody has that kind of thing come up at bedtime. But that's the whole idea of the podcast is that, you know, it's really hard to break that cycle in your own head because you say, could you be be quiet, please? I got to go to bed. Well, I don't see how you could sleep when you didn't get any podcast episodes gone. I thought you were going to get seven done. Remember how good that was going to feel when we were unrealistically anticipating this trip? How good you were going to get back from uh, two weeks away and have seven episodes in the bank? 
Remember how good I, I told you that was going to feel? Yeah, I do, actually. You're very good at painting a picture of uh, of certainty before vacation. Unrealistic. Well, it was realistic to me when I was pitching you. You just didn't follow through and record. Okay, well, I don't, you can't actually, like, you can't be like Sir Davos and be like, okay, well, let me tell you a little truth here. It wasn't possible to record seven episodes. Uh, there's no reasoning with those parts of yourself, especially at bedtime, because you're already tired. But it's also hard to just ignore them because they say those just start literally tapping you out. You say, well, I'm going to pull this pillow over my head and try to think of the girl at the checkout line I have a crush on. And say, then they'll just start tapping you at the, you know, excuse me, excuse me. Hey, I have a question. Well, I'm, I'm trying to fantasize and cover my head with this pillow. We'll just get, how many, how many episodes did you record while you were gone? Uh, so this podcast is a little bit different. I just say, I try to take your mind off stuff. I, I use uh, pointless meanders. Usually I try to keep the personal problems. They're kind of inseparable from the podcast. What am I going to do? You know, I, I, you know, I've, I've got I've self-licensed to ill. Uh, but most of the podcast is silly. And this isn't, this is kind of silly stuff. I mean, what are you going to do? These, these are things I'm grappling with. But I'm in the afflicted. That's why, that's why I make a podcast to put you to sleep. That's why I happen to be good at it is because I got to distract myself, you know. And to be honest, that's why I'm, I'm willing to put the work in because I say, geez, if anybody else says it, you know, I, I want to I help you fall asleep. I want to be there for you. Take your mind off stuff. Be a little bit silly. Uh, be your boyfriend. And get lost in the story. It'll have meandering turns. It'll take a while to start. It'll have pauses and you know where 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 I ponder the meaning of words uh stuff like that uh actually I used the podcast when did I use it uh oh I used it on two kids uh on the trip I I didn't actually use I was reading these two kids I'm related to uh was it Ripley's Believe It or Not I think or uh yeah from a book of strange facts or something and a kid's podcast is different, but let me tell you, this is a podcast about growing up sleep. Works on some kids, but I, you know, I prefer. I'm gonna do. I don't know, but but I use some of the podcast techniques, but even more extreme because the kids they always they got so many questions. You get it's a different business, I think. That's why I don't make a kids podcast. Uh, too many lawsuits. Too you know. I'd rather have people send me you know right away. Hey, I don't like you. You know, I dislike your voice, you know, whatever, you know, all that email I get. Uh, I'd rather get that right away than like 20 years from now. Be like, you know, I always dreamed of uh, becoming an NSA. Oh, boy. And then I would be too old to handle it, you know. I'd say, oh, man. How did I get it there? Is this, this is a brain I'm dealing with. So, but the whole thing is it, it's not that it's not the end of the world. We can I can take your mind off stuff. I can use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, and I really have fun telling these stories or analyzing this stuff or looking at it. So I guess it'll be a little bit silly. Sorry, I don't think that was serious, but sometimes people say, man, you know, it, this is metaphorical stuff for me or relatable, you know, so that's my stuff. But maybe your stuff is like, you know, ankle pain or, you know, uh, just no outside noises. You got freaking too many bugs in your neighborhood and they won't shut up. Uh, you know, stupid loud bugs, uh, stupid SLBs, you know, stupid loud bugs. You know, get an insect. What, what are insect, insect actors called? Or said, I know they're called something. I do. It's the only thing I didn't think it was paleontologist, but paleontologist. Uh, but it's somebody who works with dinosaur bones, I think. But anyway, um, I'm glad you're here. This is my first intro in a couple of weeks, so sorry I'm a little bit rusty, I guess. Uh, but the, you know that's my middle name, Creaky Dulls. You don't get Creaky Dulcets without a lot of rust. And my mouth just made some popping noises too. But but anyway, I'm glad you're here. This what I'm gonna do is try to take your mind off of stuff, use uh, and distract you. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for stopping by. I really hope I really yearned to help you fall asleep. Housekeeping. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful and Carl W. who both edit our shows and Chris does the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann, jonathanmann.net, who does our lullabies. You can commission a song from him over there. 
Uh, what else I want to thank? We have a Facebook group over at sleepingpodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank the moderators that are Summer, Sarah, Lida, uh, Julie C., Jennifer B., and Laura. And I want to thank my family for putting up with me for two weeks, you know. Uh, and let's get on with the show. Right, hey, people like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it to bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place. Where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up at night, whether you're tossing and turning, you know, you're thinking, you're feeling something physically, emotional turbulence, outside noise. Well, God forbid somebody's mowing their lawn at night. Don't even worry about getting to sleep. You know, go go do something or have somebody in your head. You know, Christ, something with a hose, like spring water. Um, but I mean, I guess if you if you work the other two shifts, you could have to deal with lawn mowing. And it can, I'm happy to compete with the lawn mower. Believe me, uh, I haven't met a lawn mower. I've had actually, I haven't met a lawn mower. I've had an opinion about, but uh, I mean, I, well, we could get into it later. But anyway, I'm, I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever it is, whatever the proverbial lawn mower is keeping you awake. Yeah. Is it a metaphorical or proverbial? I guess they'd have to create a proverb about it. The, the lawnmower that couldn't mow. There you go. That's pretty easy. Uh, the lawnmower that l- r- mowed the lawn- wrong way. Lawnmower that mowed the long way. Lawnmower that rode. The rowing lawnmower. The mown lawnmower. That would be one. I think I, I think I would write, like to write that. The mown lawnmower. Because I like to, whatever that is when the word... Uh, is that an onomatopoeia? No, it's definitely not an onomatopoeia. Some people think I do the porky pig thing on purpose, I think, but that's just uh, how my mouth works. Uh, but anyway, if you're new here, well, welcome. I mean, the podcast is to take your mind off stuff. That's what the safe place is, where, where you can be distracted by whatever it is that's keeping you up. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night to keep you company, uh, your boar friend. I'm going to use lowing, soothing tones, uh, point, you know, pointless pauses and meanders. Actually, usually the pauses aren't point. You, you wouldn't believe when I'm editing or when I'm listening to someone's editing work how much I, you know, ponder pauses. Like in the editing process, I say, hmm. And this is a surprise sad. Uh, well, I guess it's not it's even boring. It would be sad maybe like someone like... Uh, Ira Glass, could you relate to this Ira Glass? Maybe, maybe not. Say, geez, was that pause too long? Let me re-listen to it. This is true, that's why I'm laughing. I say, okay. How long is a micro? And I still know what all the numbers mean in the editor editing software, and I changed editing software recently. Now, luckily, it's kind of like a riding the bikes type type skill, so it doesn't doesn't have a huge impact. But I say, huh, I think I need a, I think I need a little more dead air in there. So that's what I guess that's what the podcast has a lot of dead air, deliberate dead air. It has a gratuitous alliteration for sure. But the whole thing is not to put a smile on your face, but to upturn your lips uh, in you know mild amusement. Uh, you know, is that base level? He say he's base level amusing. No, that means more like when I'm making jokes like that. Anyway, like I'm your boyfriend. What that means is I'm going to sit here uh, via podcast, and, and you know, I, I guess ideally just talk to you or ramble while you you say, "Well, okay, I'll listen to him." It was he, is he going to go back to that lawnmower stuff? I wonder. And you just sit there. You just kick back. You, you don't. You don't have to do anything. You don't. You don't have to listen. You don't. Well, you can listen, but you don't have to remember. You're under no pressure or obligation to do any of that. You just lie back, relax. You know, put your feet up. If I guess you're in a bed, so maybe maybe you throw a pillow under there. You know, and if you say, "Just well, where am I going to take it from your partner?" They're sound asleep. That jerk. 
No, they're not a jerk. They can't help it. They can't help that they just fall asleep so easy in such an annoying way. You know, it's just it's just their luck. But anyway, I'll be here. You know, if I could virtually put your feet up, I would. Let me, here, let's tuck that in there for you. Nothing better than an imaginary foot prop. But I'll just be here rambling. I'll, I'll go on tangents. You know, I, I, I won't get on a soapbox. Uh, but I guess when I get on it, it's like, yeah, that is a soapbox. I, I don't know why they call it a soapbox when people get on it and they're so irritated. And they're so, they got to be so uh, uh, partisan or, you know, drawing the lines and stuff. You say, Jesus, well, that's not what you do with soap. You wash stuff with soap. Why you get to misuse a soapbox like that? Why don't you stand on like a freaking jerk box or something? You know, something hard and cold. I don't know. I guess most things wouldn't. They say, well, the soapbox can take it because it doesn't care. Because it gets the joy. And, and probably soap would be like, you think it's you think it's easy cleaning stuff? I'd rather have people standing on a shouting. Anyway, the most upset I'll get is about people mowing lawns, you know, and then actually I'll get distracted. I guess this is how the podcast works, and I'll say, hmm, where were we eight minutes ago or six minutes ago when I was writing? Uh, you see, you weren't actually writing. You were just coming up with titles. The mo- the known mower. How about that one? That would be the most famous lawnmower Briggs and Stratton, it would only be one of them, though. Maybe Briggs did something to Stratton, or Stratton did something to Briggs. That would be good. Uh, just so everybody knows, I think that's a, a fancy lawnmower company. You say Earl Briggs, the known mower. Uh, coming up on this month, this week's criminal court, I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is criminal. Earl Briggs was, uh, we met, uh, Matt Stanton, I don't know. Anyway, I can't. I can't go on too much of a tangent. But yeah, this kind of this, yeah. So sorry, I won't go on too much of a tangent. But that's kind of what happens. I get to you say, okay, what was he? What's his? But what's that podcast like? That sleep with me. Well, he try his openings are kind of like uh, inane humor. I don't know what's the moderate ver- version of humor. I don't know, last one he was talking about lawnmower autobiographies, I think. The known, the mowing rower, the mowing lower, the, the, the mixed-up mower. He, he, said, he said he was thinking about doing this as a kid's book, but he said, isn't there enough mixed-up uh, things out there? And then he said, what about the uh, metaphoric mower? And his parents called. They said, that would be you because you didn't. And they said, I mowed the lawn sometimes. But they said, I'd like to mow away your thoughts tonight. If you don't mind me, you know, just making it easy. And just like the droning of a mower, you know, drowns out all joy. You know, when when you finally, if you have the willpower to buy a hammock and put up a hammock and make lemonade, first of all, Silent applause for you, because bravo. And then you get rid of all the people in your life that are going to bother you or want to, you know, get something out of you. Then you finally get into the, what is that thing called? A hammock. Did I call it something else earlier? But uh, you get into that hammock. That's when that freaking bonehead next door starts his mower up. And he probably says, hey, Jerry, this one's whisper quiet. You see, first of all, don't talk to me. I'm, re- I'm, I'm pretending to read the paper. And second of all, it's not whisper quiet. It's wisp- It's wicked annoying. Your mower. Oh boy, I just got on a soapbox. I guess. Also, don't get on a soapbox in a hammock. Trust me on that one. Uh, but I think that I said just trying to pull it all together. But basically, it's a podcast. I'm your boyfriend. I'm gonna try to take your mind off stuff, keep you company in the deep dark night. And I'll just ramble. Tonight we're going to be talking about, uh, it's uh, Sunday night, so we'll be talking about Metastas News, which is a Colombian version of Breaking Bad. Uh, so we'll do a segment with some of the Spanish words I tried to learn. It'll be a little bit of a story. It'll be a little bit of uh, saying, what is, what is going on here? And I'll say, exactly, just go to sleep, don't worry. Then I'll talk about the Metastas News episode. Then I'll talk about the vanilla, most vanilla version of the corresponding Breaking Bad episode. And I'll be just to take your mind off of whatever's been, you know, nagging at you. 
You know, listen, I'm glad you're here. If this is your first few times here, you say, geez, what is this thing? It's just your boyfriend to take your mind off. So it's not for everybody. To say I'm an acquired taste would be a gigantic understatement. I guess we say, will it be the opposite? I guess you'd have to turn and say, yeah, you need to acquire a taste. Instead of I'm acquired taste, it's like uh, mutton or something. I don't, I don't know what mutton tastes like, but you probably have to acquire a taste for it. Uh, but ideally, as you do, I put you to sleep. So give it a few tries. You know, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here giving it my all till the end, just in case you can't. Um, but I, I, th- I thank you, and I really yearn. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by. Housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does our theme music. Carl W., who edited this episode. Jonathan Mann, who does our lullabies, he's at jonathanman.net. You can commission a song from him. Uh, I want to thank, uh, we have a, the listeners have a Facebook group over at sleepinbypodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank our moderators over there, Sarah Summer, Laura Lida, uh, Julie and Jennifer. And we have subreddit at sleepinbypodcast.com slash reddit. And that is it. Let's get on with the show. <laughs> 